0: It's becoming pretty obvious that you know, the next generation of workforce wants to work for companies that don't just care about profit, but also care about the planet and especially about the people. And you know that shouldn't be a surprise, in my opinion. But you know, the next generation wants to work for purpose-driven enterprises, and, and being a B Corp is definitely a signal to employees out there and to talent.
1: Hi, I'm Sebastian Volney and this is The Sustainable Fashion Wingman, the podcast exploring the brands, innovations and careers making fashion more environmentally and ethically friendly, proving that when it comes to fashion business, you can balance profit with people and planet. I hope you're enjoying listening to the podcast. We have lots more insightful episodes coming regularly, so remember to subscribe and feel free to drop a comment on our Insta page. If you're interested in working in sustainable fashion or run a sustainable brand connect with me over on linkedin for a chat now along with consumers and employees more businesses are aspiring to be purpose-driven and to do better not just better growth but better by the people and the environment they interact with today we're talking with ben Berger about one of the leading certifications businesses are turning to get help in understanding how they can achieve this aspiration. To be a corporation that gets the balance between profit, planet and people just right. To become a B Corp signifies a prominent place in the economy. A badge of honour that says to the industry and consumers that this company is a force for good. Cutting through the greenwashing and proving they are meeting the highest standards of positive social and environmental impact. So, what does the road to B Corp status involve? And with only 13 UK fashion brands achieving B Corp, is it a difficult journey? Let's find out. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? Hi, Sebastian. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's really good to have you on the podcast. I know we previously had a an insightful chat about B Corp and what it means. Something that you know it's very valuable to businesses, including fashion companies listening in. But Ben, you yourself are what they call a B leader. So before we jump into what B Corp is all about itself. It would be great to understand a little bit about what being a B Leader means and the learning process to become one.
0: Yeah, so basically the B Leader uh, B Leader training program is a program for uh, for consultants um, that is organised by B Lab um, and uh, to train people to support companies to become a B Corp. So there's there's a lot of bees in there. <laughs> um, probably to, to to kind of start off uh, and to clarify. So, so B Lab is the NGO behind the, uh, behind the whole movement and B Corp is the, the stamp, the certification. Um, and uh, so companies that achieve certification and call themselves B Corps and uh, B leaders are basically the people who've been um, trained to support companies uh, along that journey. Um, so some, some, some companies actually Go ahead and uh, pick someone from their team to go and do the training. And then there's, they have this kind of internal B leader. Um, myself, I decided to, uh, kind of expand my, my portfolio of what I do and decided to do the B leader training as a kind of external consultant. Um, and I did the training about, I completed about three or four years ago. And so in the past three or four years, I've helped about, supported about 20 companies along the, the whole certification process. Um, a lot of them SMEs and now increasingly kind of multi-billion revenue companies.
1: So you've been doing it for quite a few years now?
0: Yes, I've been doing it for quite a few years. And uh, I feel like there's always something to learn. Um, and it's also because the whole B Corp process is is one that's kind of continuously evolving. Um, and there's definitely yeah, there's a lot to learn for myself and also for the companies that are that are somewhere along the line along the process of becoming a B Corp.
1: Yeah, and the whole kind of issues around sustainability and what it means to be a, a you know a responsible company is changing every day as well. So I can imagine the processes and the the training that you're going through is constantly evolving. Also, can anybody become a B Corp leader? Then,
0: yeah, I mean anyone is free to join uh, to join the training. Uh, it's kind of a two day training. Um, one thing is, that that you have to have to be is fast. <laughs> There's not too many of those trainings out there, so once B Lab um, has one, uh, uh, sets one up, um, it's it's definitely worth kind of checking and, and and signing up as quickly as you can.
1: Okay, so if anyone's interested, <laughs> they've got to be on the case super fast by the sound of it. Exactly. <laughs> yes, not, not just the certification that's coveted, but also the V leader uh, position. So B Corp. It's an important badge of honor that many businesses are attaining to. So can you tell us about its history, you know, how it started and what does it actually mean to be a B Corp?
0: Yeah, so back in, I think, 2006, there were these two guys, um, Jay Cohn-Gilbert and uh, Bart Houlihan. Uh, and they they started up this company, a base, basketball apparel company, um, and they sold it back in 2005 or 2006. And they built it on, on these kind of values of, you know, not just caring about profit and profitability, but also caring about people and the planet. And so after selling the company, they decided to kind of start this movement to help companies, uh, predominantly in the US at that time to uh, help them on the journey to, to, to kind of embedding those, those same kind of Uh, Stakeholder purposes within their company. Um, obviously at the beginning it was kind of small and then it started picking up speed. Uh, and, and then at some point kind of larger companies like Patagonia, uh, and, and the Body Shop and, you know, other companies that we all know, um, joined the movement. And I think today we're, we've just crossed the 4,000 B Corp threshold. So there's 4,000 companies that have completed the process of becoming a B Corp and, I believe there's another 3,000 companies that are somewhere along the journey and, and, and waiting to kind of get through their certification. So, uh, there's, it's, it's turned into a really big movement. Um, and yeah. So, so what is a certification about? I mean, essentially to become a B Corp, there's, there's a, there's an online tool that companies use. So that's called the B Impact Assessment. And it's a, a free tool that companies can use. And basically it's somewhat of a standardized framework that allows companies to kind of complete um, and evaluate their business across different areas and also allows them to compare themselves with other companies of different sizes and and, and different industries, or the same size and the same industries. Um, And what it's really about at the end of the day not just the assessment, but also the whole process of becoming a B Corp and especially afterwards is, is that it kind of sets companies on, on a journey to start to measure and to start to look at the different areas that are relevant. You know, it's basically opening up the bonnet of your company, of, of your company car or of the car and see, you know, what's going on inside um, and to, to document things and to formalize things. And at the end of the day, to have a good view of what's going on in your company and to continuously improve. whole sustainability
1: journey so that's uh kind of in a nutshell of 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 what it's about last i checked although b corp covers all business sectors when it comes to fashion there are only 13 brands that are b corps in the uk Um, but you are working with a lot more as businesses also apply for the assessment without necessarily the certification like you were saying so why do businesses apply for the assessment and what are the the five pillars that i've heard about
0: yeah so there's there's i think at the moment about in total about 150 b corps in the whole apparel footwear and accessories um uh, category uh, i think yeah you you're right about 13 of them are in the uk that have already kind of completed the assessment but from what i the last figures i heard i think there's about 10 times more profiles on the whole b impact assessment platform um 10 times more than actually companies who are certified as B Corps. and you know that I think really speaks to the strength of the tool, um, and and it's also what I you know part of the work that I do is actually not really around getting companies through the B Corp assessment, but actually using the tool um, to you know create to understand a company's exposure and to start to generate to, to to generate and develop action plans towards improving them. Um, so yeah, the five the five different pillars. Of the assessment are governance, workers, community, environment, and customers, and within each of those sections, you have a whole array of different questions that may slightly change depending on on what industry your company is in and and, and what your size is. So, for instance, within the environment section, you're going to be asked about your overall environmental management, um, if you measure your CO two emissions, and if you have a strategy towards net zero um you know things like recycling programs and then more kind of industry specific questions as well. Um, and the same goes for all the other the other parts of the assessment uh, for governance workers, community and customers. And you can kind of think of it of um basically like a core part of the assessment that is usually that usually stays the same for every company of that size and in industry. So that's the kind of operational body of questions. And there is a whole set of additional questions called the impact business model section and that's actually one of the most important sections for companies to look at and that that is within each of those five different areas you have impact business model sections which kind of speak to companies with a business- business model of um let's say specific work workforce in uh workforce integration programs so they'd have an impact business model within the workers section and score really well there.
1: That's a kind of a broad overview of the different parts. Okay, so so obviously what we can see from that is it's not just about sustainability in itself, although it covers that um, in the environmental section, but it covers all areas of impacts from, from a business, uh, including, like you said, you know, governance and workers as well. Um, for those businesses that have become B Corps, or, like you say, there's quite a lot that are looking to be and are going through the certification, it's clearly not a one-step process because of all the different areas that you touch upon. And it signifies that there's a real dedication and there's real work that's been done across all these many areas to achieve, you know, what is a highly valued and significant accreditation. So what are the phases that the certification addresses or, or is made up of?
0: So, um... I think you could broadly, and, and this is for, for the kind of SME context, it gets a bit more complicated when you go into the kind of multinational m- multinational process, um, but for I'd say the average size company, you're looking at three different stages. So the first one is really the self-assessment stage. So you have the B-impact assessment platform that we were talking about, and what a company does is you go through the through all of these questions and you self-assess yourself. Uh, and you provide, you know, you provide answers to all the different questions that are there. And once you feel comfortable with your self assessment, and most importantly, once you are above the 80 point threshold, because that's a threshold that you need from the total of 200 points, you need at least 80 to certify. So once your self assessment is above 80 points, you can basically submit it. And that's when kind of phase two starts. And that's a pretty long phase where you'll be waiting to be placed into a verification cohort. So at the moment, because there are so many companies applying for the certification, that waiting time is somewhere between eight and 12 months. And that's quite a long time. And it's expanded quite a bit over the past uh, one and a half years and during that phase what i usually tell companies to do or what i support them in doing is to use that time to improve on the areas that they've identified as improvement areas um because you don't really want to be sitting around and just waiting for eight to 12 months but you want to use that time and say okay well we've learned these 10 things so we're going to go and implement them in this in this uh in this time frame um and then once you receive your analyst, once basically B-Lab allocates an analyst to your company and to your assessment, then you kind of enter into this this third and last phase where you go through verification. And basically uh, B-Lab will require a whole set of uh, documents um, for you to prove that self-assessment and for, for you to prove all the things that you've, you've basically self-assessed and selected in the first stage. and. That can be quite, uh, quite a lot of work, which is also why the other thing that I recommend to companies when they're in that in that phase two, where they wait for eight to 12 months is to really get their documentation uh, up to date and to get it straight so that they're prepared that when they enter the verification phase, um, that they, you know, they're ready, they've got their documents and that they can also really prove all of the points that they've self-assessed. Um, that verification usually takes a month, but sometimes it can Uh, can take a bit longer if companies don't have all of the documents ready. So in total, the phases, I mean, from submission onwards, you've got those 8 to 12 months. You've got one to two months of verification. So we're almost around a year from from assessing and from submitting your certification. And then it depends on how quickly you complete that self-assessment. So it may take you half a year. It may take you two weeks. That's really up to you. But uh, at the moment, once you submit, it'll take about yeah, more or less a year until you have that B Corp status.
1: So it's quite a long time, but obviously it's um, rightly so. It takes a lot of work to achieve the kind of certification that proves that you've put the work in in the first place anyway. So a company passes the assessment, attains the certificate. What next? What are, what are the benefits of being a B Corp?
0: Well, so (laughs) this is an interesting one. Um and you know, this is one that that probably every company has asked me in the past, you know, why why should I become a B Corp? And, you know, I guess I guess one of the obvious ones and, you know, let's let's be honest, one of the reasons is is kind of competitiveness and to drive to drive sales and to stand out there and to to get the attention from customers. And that's, you know, a fair enough point. And there's a lot of data to show that companies that have become B Corps have been able to kind of increase their sales, whether that's because of increased awareness of brands, or because of an increased understanding of your business, and seeing new gaps and seeing ways to improve your business. I think it's not that clear. I think, you know, the process itself is really beneficial to companies. I think it's not just about, you know, attractiveness of the brand, you know besides that that kind of branding aspect i think there's a whole a whole bunch of other reasons why companies decide to become P- b corps or should become b corps um you know you enter into this network of b corps and and of companies that have you know the same the same vision and the same mission um there's a lot of networking that goes on there's a whole there's a platform that enables uh, companies and people and different roles within those companies to connect and to work on projects together one really interesting aspect, in my opinion, is around investment. So, you know, we're looking about, uh, we're looking at kind of increased awareness around sustainable investment, the whole kind of ESG, I wouldn't call it trend, but awareness around ESG factors within uh, within investing. And it's really proving for companies that are B Corps, that they can secure investment quicker and, and, and more easily because it's almost like being a B Corp is a signal to investors that this specific company has already been vetted by an independent body, by an analyst, and that it quite a large part already complies with a lot of ESG criteria. So, you know, if, if a company is looking for investment in a couple of years down the line, being a B Corp is definitely helpful. And then I think, you know, the last part is around is around talent, talent acquisition. It's becoming pretty obvious that you know, next generation of workforce wants to work for companies that don't just care about profit, but also care about the planet and especially about the people. And, you know, that shouldn't be a surprise, in my opinion. But, you know, the next generation wants to work for purpose driven enterprises. And, and being a B Corp is definitely a signal to employees out there and
1: to talent. Absolutely agree, and that's obviously why I started what I do as well to try and make sure that people have somewhere they can work that are that is a, a purpose-driven business, so that they can feel more motivated to work in a purposeful role. Do you think a lot more consumers as well are becoming more aware of the, you know, things like B Corp certifications, and it's making them, you know, become more attracted to businesses that have it. I really think so. You
0: know, to be honest, I think it's what is, what is driving companies towards going for things like B Corp, going for certifications like B Corp. I think consumers are becoming increasingly aware and are really looking for brands that are not just products, you know, not just certifications on specific pro- products like fair trade products, but for entire businesses that, you know, operate in a way that a business should operate and there are quite a few out there, but B Corp is kind of proving to be one that is becoming more and more known. Um, and so I think, you know, it, it really is going hand in hand with an increased demand from consumers uh, for sustainable businesses.
1: So it's not just the not just the employees, but also the consumer that is um, that is very aware of the changes. And like you said, especially the newer generations, they are very very clued into what's happening with the environment and the impacts that the the fashion industry, a lot of industries in fact, are having on climate change um, and the societies that they they work with. So is there a, a waiting list for businesses to apply?
0: Yeah. So. What I mentioned before is, is this waiting period between the moment that you submit your assessment and the moment that B-Lab assigns an analyst. And so during, during kind of the first, I'd say six to 12 months of, of, of the pandemic, B-Lab saw this massive increase in submissions. So currently there is a, a, a very long waiting, waiting period for companies to become a B-Corp. But I believe that B-Lab is really working on, you know, uh, cutting down that waiting period and reducing it back to a couple of
1: months. Does that mean B Corps growing? They're they're obviously to to meet the demand. They are growing. They are they are growing. Um, and an interesting part as well is
0: around you know what does growth mean for for B Lab, and I think that they that they're going in a really interesting and in the right direction as well because you know just expanding the amount of B Corps out there is just it's great in the short run but you know what what in what if in three or four years time we've just all stamped each other with B Corp labels uh, and then we're all certified so what you really want to be doing and that's what is what B Lab is doing is to take those companies on a journey after certification right and to me that is what you know what the whole B Corp certification is and should be about is now you're On the B Corp bandwagon now we're going to continuously improve the companies that are certified with their whole sustainability exposure Um, which is also why companies have to recertify every three years so B Lab continuously kind of tightens the screws and companies need to recertify and so the movement is growing in terms of numbers but it's also kind of within those businesses Going to continuously kind of improve what those business, businesses are doing um, and how they're positioning themselves around sustainability.
1: I was going to ask actually how long um, how long they they have to wait before they have to reapply for um, assessment again. So it's three years. So that that's interesting. Um, and any business can apply, can't they?
0: So yes, so you have to be a for-profit uh, business. So the certification is intended for uh, for-profit companies. In the UK, if I'm not completely mistaken, you can be a community interest company, a CIC, and I uh, believe you can still apply, although I would double check. Um, But it is, of course, yeah, uh, intended for companies that are pursuing profit, but are also looking after people and the planet at the same time.
1: Excellent. and. Just jumping back to something you mentioned earlier about um, the pandemic and the impacts it's had and how it's obviously raised awareness of businesses to address, you know, their impacts on a more on a more transparent level, I would say. Um, is that something that's something that you've seen from the pandemic? It's had a had a, a strong influence in the way that businesses are now acting as and as well as consumers. So I, th- I think
0: I think the pandemic has kind of had, yeah, it's had an influence on, on consumers um, and on their purchasing decisions uh, and their decision and as kind of, you know, that their purchase is at the end of the day a vote, in a way. It's a vote for a company um, and that they can use that vote and they can decide where to put it. Um, but also, you know, I think the numbers just kind of, they, they they speak for themselves, just the massive amount of companies that have now signed up for B Corp, but also have started to reevaluate you know, what are they doing? What are they actually doing around sustainability? Um, and it's not just about, you know, having a, having a CSR page on their website, but it's actually, you know, diving into the details and starting to gather data and gather information and start to crunch it. Um, I really think that the pandemic has created this, this, uh, this movement. It feels like we're at a tipping point. I hope it stays that way. I hope things don't go back to back to normal as we as we keep saying. I don't think that's necessarily where we want to be going. I think we want to be going forward. We want to, you know, learn from this from the, from these one and a half years and and come
1: out of it in a in a different way. So, to actually, you know, apply for the assessment, is it what? What do businesses need to do? How do they find out more information about it? So there's a lot of information
0: on the um, on the website on the B B Corp website, uh, and there's a whole you know process, and there's step by step guidance that that kind of describes you know how best ways for completing the, the self assessment, what to expect once they submit, uh, what kind of documentation that they should pull together. The other thing that companies need to do. Is they need to include a triple bottom line uh, text within their articles of association. So companies need to change their, their 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 legal text, and it's a short short text which is which basically says that the company cares about people and the planet, and that the directors in there or the management in their in their roles and in their decision making also take people and the planet into account so that's one of the things that companies have to do um, and then apart from that
1: obviously yeah completely self-assessment and submit so they can just apply through the website really exactly yeah fantastic excellent and what is the what do you see as the future of b corp with things constantly changing like we were talking about before what are the plans is it, is it global domination or is it <laughs> uh, you know connecting with every corporation on the planet <laughs> so
0: I think there's there's quite a few different trends. Um there's there's a kind of geographic trend. It obviously started in the US and has moved over it's moved quite a bit to Latin America, um but it's really moved to to Europe. So the UK's got a lot of B Corps. Uh a lot of companies in the in the queue as well. Um there's quite a lot of them spread out across Europe and I have been speaking to a couple of B labs in South Southeast Asia, and there's starting to be this kind of increasing demand of companies to, to 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 at least look at the assessment and see if it if it you know if they could if they could pass it. Um, that's on the kind of geographic side. I think in terms of size of businesses, we're seeing more and more multinationals uh, and really kind of multi billion dollar companies joining the process and saying look we we actually want, we take this seriously um we want to we want to try and get through the assessment we want to be a b corp so there's also kind of a change in terms of size and you know as i as i mentioned before b corp is trying to really move what well, i think they're trying to move away from this kind of uh, being about purely about certification towards being about impact improvement and 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 helping companies you know after their certification, and to to get them onto this journey into and, and to help them get to to shape themselves into that kind of business that 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 B Lab envision envisions to be the kind of the right business that cares not just about about profit but about um you know about all different stakeholder purposes. So those are I guess kind of the three big trends that I'm seeing, and uh, yeah, it's definitely exciting to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, it's very exciting to see what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be following that for sure. Um and obviously you've been dealing with, you know, UK brands, um, but you had mentioned a few other geological areas. Do you also deal with or work with um businesses within the supply chain, so manufacturers as well?
0: Yeah, so with the with the larger companies that I've been working with, with the kind of, you know, companies in the in the in the multi billion dollar range, there's there's been quite a lot of interesting development around that and i'd say not necessarily getting their supply chain companies to certify as b corps but definitely more scrutiny in terms of you know the data and the the, the information that they collect and um, and and the choices that they make in terms of which suppliers to go with and you know that's why i think there's this kind of pretty big ripple effect for for multinationals joining uh, joining the B Corp movement, is that if they decide that you know it's not just about them, but it's about the supply chain, then that can actually have a massive impact. So yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely um effect in the supply chain.
1: So it goes quite deep into into the supply chain, not just at the brand level, which is good to hear, because obviously that's quite impactful in itself. Uh, Well, Ben, that's that's been a lot of valuable information, and it is absolutely great to hear all about the importance of B Corp and how they are helping businesses to move forward to to address their impacts and to move forward towards a more positive economy. I'm sure this will provide a lot of direction to any companies looking to apply for B Corp certification or even just apply for the assessment to help them get to the right place in terms of sustainable and ethical practices. If anyone wants to learn more about B Corp or get in touch with them, like Ben said, you can check out their website. I'll put the link in the episode description. And if you are a B Corp certified fashion company or have gone through the assessment, why not come onto the podcast and tell us about your own journey? Thank you very much, Ben, for coming onto the show. Thanks for having me. It's been great to great to talk to you. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm Sebastian Volney. And this has been the Sustainable Fashion Wingman, helping you dress, live and work more sustainably.